0: welcome back to another shitty episode a
1: little shitty a little shitty I don't know we'll it it could be better it it might be better
0: yeah I hope so yeah yeah
1: all do shitty right now was burn his haircut, Beep. well his hair it's kind of sticking to the side for some reason that's because I haven't I just washed it and it's just doing its own thing I can see it's like mm.
0: yeah it likes to do that I don't know why is it alive kinda are you actually
1: a yokai? I'm gonna need you to stop asking questions. Fuck it, they heard the FBI. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Brandon. What's today's episode about? Oh. Today
0: we're gonna talk about Jeffrey Dahmer. Woo! Woo! Boo! Yeah. I watched that really shitty Netflix. Not all of it, but I watched enough of it. Yeah. And I was like, this this is kind of shitty because they just fuck with like a lot of things, which is like I don't really care if you make a show about a serial killer, but to make, like, a show show out of it, which is what they're basically trying to do, Yeah, like, it has the same vibe as, like, a fucking Netflix comedy, almost.
1: It is made by Netflix. Mm-hmm.
0: So I don't know why, but I was like, you know what? Why don't we do this instead?
1: Yeah. Tell how he actually is and not how they try to portray him. Yeah. Make him more likable.
0: Yeah, which is really fucked up. Yeah.
1: It's not, not what you do with a fucking serial killer. Mm-mm. No. also, real quick, rest in peace to, uh, was it Corey? Oh, in- Kevin Conroy? Yeah, Kevin Bruh, Conroy. Bruh,
0: fuck me up with that shit, dude. Rest in
1: peace to that man. Bruh. It would mess.
0: The fuck?
1: I know. This sucks, dude. He was the OG Batman.
0: For real, dude. That was like my childhood right there.
1: Most of <coughs> those, honestly. Yeah. Well, that's a good way to start this off, sad. Well, we're going to get into some really sad stuff going on here soon.
0: Yeah. Okay, so back to the Dahmer. The Dahmer. The Downer. So, for the, anyone who doesn't know, Jeffrey Dahmer was uh, an American serial killer. No shit. Cannibal.
1: Mm hmm. Rapist.
0: Uh, rapist, yes. I, something I don't think they really touched on either. Is no, the they did he not. Literally drugged and raped. We'll get into it. But he was a
1: fucking rapist. Yeah.
0: And possibly a pedophile.
1: I'm pretty sure it was. That uh, Asian boy was 16.
0: Oh, yeah. Why am I saying possibly? He's definitely a pedophile. Yeah. I was
1: thinking of when he like... F- we'll
0: get... Okay, we'll get into it. <laughs> we'll get into it. Oh, my God. So, Jeffrey Dahmer was born May 21st, 1960 to Joyce and Lionel Dahmer, a married couple already on the brink of collapse. Joyce apparently never fully recovered from the nausea she suffered during pregnancy and would make sure Jeffrey knew that she suffered from postpartum depression following his birth. It's a great thing to tell your kid. Unlike just about any other serial killer, Jeffrey was apparently an animal lover and was gentle and caring with them. As a small child, he had problems with shyness and found comfort in being around animals
1: instead of other children. Hmm. So I guess he didn't put that on as being called a serial killer wannabe? Not yet. Not yet. Not as a kid. No. Nah, well. There's most serial killers when there at that age. They would do uh, a massacre. All the animals they had in sight. There's always warning signs and everyone always ignores them. Joe, Because it's easier to ignore than to acknowledge. Yeah, that's sad, but true. This world is fucked up.
0: No, what? Nuh-uh. No. uh C- No. No.
1: No. <laughs> Though all that seemed to change when, in 1964, he underwent an intense and painful hernia surgery. The pain of the procedure was so intense he completely changed him. At one point, he even believed the doctors had removed her genitator. Sometime after Lino would give Jeffrey an introductory chemistry set, which he would use on insects and other dead animals. This would become Jeffrey's first obsession. Out in a shed near the house, he would take whatever creature he could find, dead or alive, and use the caustic chemicals in his set to burn, torture, and kill them. Oh, that ain't last long.
0: Nope. Nope.
1: Now now he's now he's on the checklist. Yeah, at first he was like Cinderella. Now he's all the hunter from the fox and the helm.
0: Folks, it's all it's all the surgery. It's a globalist. They put a chip in his back.
1: Yeah, yeah, that just like that. Yeah, sure, sure. That that advanced <laughs> technology. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that advanced technology that they definitely have. <laughs> he even fashioned a graveyard outside the shed of for many of said animals. Lana was aware of his son's activity but wrote it off as a scientific interest Mm mhm sure yeah one thing that the Dahmer show for some fucking reason
0: decided to do was make his dad like a part of his life like there's like all these scenes where they're like fishing together and they're they're like making taxidermy together and that's like completely not true not that it like excuses anything that Jeffrey did but it's just really weird they're like yo Let's make it look like he had like a father figure, even though he did in real life. No, I mean, neither didn't give a shit. No, his, his, neither of his parents fucking yeah. give a shit about him. Jeffrey's next interest would be alcohol. Woo! At the age of fourteen, he discovered things seemed to at least be a little better when he was drunk. <laughs> By the time he was in high school, he would come every day with hard liquor the alcohol also caused him to become even more fucked up when it came to his animal experiments chemical burns turned into skinnings decapitations and more damn Yeah, he would come with like little fucking flasks of bourbon and shit and he would just be like drinking in the classroom not like the fun like oh dude this guy's like the fucking this guy's 15 he's already a debilitated alcoholic (laughs)
1: No, my kids don't drink when you're young drink when you're older it holds the depression in more that's horrible advice yeah but at least you're not drinking when you're young Uh, how about you go see a therapist too expensive and sometimes they don't always help you gotta find the right one keep hopping around
0: yeah do that don't buy fucking vodka
1: i don't buy vodka but just don't drink so much be responsible adults
0: we all know that's not gonna happen nope it was around this time Jeffrey also began to realize he was gay Ooh. which he likes to write off as one of the reasons why people hated him so much throughout his childhood but from what I could find not really mm. as well as a taste for voyeurism Fuck's that it's uh I think voyeurism is watching like watching people yeah it's like when you just keep people gone yeah yeah Okay. Another thing like every serial killer has Yeah His next obsession became the jogger Every day After Jeffrey came home from school He'd sit in the bushes and watch The man jog past his house Jeffrey began to have fantasies Of the jogger lying completely still For him so he could inspect Every part of his body as long as he liked And this was a Fantasy Jeffrey planned to make A reality A oh, damn yeah, apparently that was this thing. He didn't want to, like, have sex. He just wanted to fuck a completely limp, still body. So i sure get him a sex doll. Yeah, it's all coming around, isn't it? Yep, it but always comes around. If only he had
1: a fully functioning sex doll, maybe he wouldn't have murdered 20-plus people. Instead of approaching the man in an attempt to start something, he decided the only way this could work for him was if he knocked the man unconscious and dragged him off into the woods. Jeffrey picked the day, and on that day, he stood out of a distance with the baseball bat in hand, waiting for the jogger to come his way. Though for whatever reason, the jogger didn't go by the house that day, and though he didn't try again after that, the fantasy never left.
0: Lucky. That man's a lucky dude, man. Like there's a lot of this when you re- when you go into these stories of like just. Like the one lady that BTK was going to go break into her house, but on the day he decided to, she didn't go to her house? Yeah. At least Jeffrey didn't write a fucking poem
1: about it. Oh, that's right. I forgot about the poem. Oh, Anna, why didn't you appear? Uh, because, um, I didn't want to. High school is when Jeffrey also learned he liked attention and was desperate enough to do whatever to get it. He quickly became the alcoholic weirdo known for saying and doing random things to try and get other kids to laugh at him. Save his attention stuff as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. One of his favorites was imitating his mother's doctor who suffered from cerebral palsy. What the fuck? Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. As well as shouting random things and even faking seizures in the hallway. These sorts of things would become known around the school as doing a Dahmer. Have ever heard that before?
0: I'm sure people have said that before. I mean, it sounds half of it just sounds like what Filthy Frank used to do as Paint Guy.
1: Yeah, true, true. Except he did a funny. Year.
0: Yeah, because he didn't go off to rape and murder people. True. Jeffrey even managed to get a prom date.
1: Not surprising.
0: Not very. Though once they were there. He was completely disinterested in anything going on, instead opting to ditch his date to go get cheeseburgers and returning to bring his date back home. That fucking sucks. It was around this time Joyce and Lionel's marriage finally ended, after it was revealed Joyce had an affair in another state during her father's funeral. Damn, okay. What a time, I guess. I'm the prison, sir. I'm gonna go fuck a guy. <laughs> I need the
1: dick. <laughs> you want any dick? Wait, what? What?
0: I'm stroking mm. out. <laughs> <laughs> Though, they two seemed more worried about the welfare of Jeffrey's younger brother, David.
1: He had a brother? He had a little brother. I should have heard about that.
0: Oh, you're not gonna forget about it soon. Oh. At one point, while Lionel was still living with Jeffrey in the home, he packed up his car and left town, leaving Jeffrey behind. And in 1978, Joyce and David left to visit relatives, leaving Jeffrey behind completely alone, which always goes well. Oh, you remember uh, Richard Chase and his little apartment his parents got for him when everything went from scary but funny to completely fucked up.
1: Yep. Every time. Yep. That summer, Jeffrey would take his first victim. The fantasies had been about the jogger hadn't faded, and by this time. He was ready to make it a reality. This time, his plan was to pick up a hitchhiker and bring him back home. During these searches, he would find Steve Hicks. Oh, Stephen Hicks. Stephen was hitchhiking his way to his father's birthday party when Jeffrey found him. Jeffrey stopped for him, and as they drove off, invited him back to his place for beer and weed.
0: Never, ever, nah. ever, 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 ever do that.
1: Like, uh, maybe just don't hitchhike, but, like, if you're gonna hitchhike, don't go back to their place. No. At least keep something on you, too. Whether it be a knife, pepper spray. Don't show it that you have them, but just keep it tucked away in case they try anything. Uh, And if they try to do anything, I the like to call and just tuck and roll. You'll probably live.
0: Oh, yeah. Everyone
1: always says, like, being taken away.
0: I mean, granted, this isn't really kidnapping because he's fainting and is like, hey, you want to go back and get high? True. But, like,
1: just don't. Yeah. Just don't. The night went good for, for both of them. Jeffrey even felt like they were connecting. But then all stopped when Stephen stood up and announced he better get going. This sent Jeffrey into sort of a frantic rage. He would much later remark that the guy wanted to leave, but I didn't want him to leave. He told Stephen it was okay, but he had to grab something before they left. Jeffrey returned with an 8-inch ball bell, which he bashed twice in Stephen's head before strangling him. Still caught up in the fantasies, Jeffrey then undressed Stephen before masturbating on the corpse. Motherfucker. Yeah. And then, well. No. Again, never go back to someone's place if you're hitchhiking. No, just don't. Just don't do it.
0: I think the worst part about the Jeffrey Dahmer series is the fact that the actor, like, did the Wisconsin accent and I couldn't stop laughing every time I like, heard <laughs> no, How am I supposed to hear that and not laugh? It doesn't matter what he's doing.
1: It's not a scary accent.
0: Afterwards, Jeffrey dragged the body outside and hid it under the crawl space overnight. Until the next morning, when he returned for the corpse. With a large knife, he removed the arms, legs, and head before slitting open the stomach. He then separated the parts into different plastic bags and spread them throughout the crawlspace where he left them for days to rot. After a few days, Jeffrey decided it was time to dispose of the evidence. He slammed a few beers and loaded the bags into the backseat of his car to go take to the ravine. A few miles in, he was pulled over on suspicion of driving drunk. But somehow he managed to pass the sobriety test when Officer Richard Munsey noticed a horrible smell coming from his car shining his light into the back seat he asked jeffrey what he was doing and the answer of hauling trash to the dump in the middle of the night because he couldn't sleep was good enough for him so he wrote up a ticket for erratic driving and sent jeffrey on his way
1: Of fucking course i
0: feel like of all the stories we've covered and we'll probably cover this might be the one where the cops are the most frustrating yeah because this dude driving suspiciously drunk even if he passes variety test he's, he obviously still gave him a ticket he's got a terrible smell coming out of his car with multiple bags and it's the middle of the night you don't even think to like I mean,
1: come on at least poke the fucking bag you seen any or read any horror books or crime dramas or shit like that
0: these cops are fucking awful i don't think there's like a good cop in this entire story damn i really don't think there is like, the, mo- the, be- the best is just, like, a, an alright cop. Like, a cop that just did his job, but, like, not a cop that, like, actually, like, had foresight to be like, yo, this is kind of suspicious.
1: Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> the experience shook him up so much, Jeffrey decided to head back home with the bag. He didn't even get rid of the evidence. Of course no. Not. He just went back home. Decided to head back home with the bags, toss them back into the crossface, but not before taking S- Steven said out of the bag and bringing it up into his room to masturbate to. Fuck. The next morning, he would take the remains to stuff them down the drainage pipes. Out of all the places, the drainage pipe.
0: You know, this is why I like always take issue when you watch like these really weird serial killer documentaries, and they always say that like he was a like a secret genius or like, he was invisible and all the shit. It's like they, no. Walt- They're all fucking idiots. The only reason they get away with anything is because people don't fucking investigate and the cops suck. Yep. These guys are the dumbest of dumb. I think like half of them have like like below average IQ. I
1: think the only two that were above average or average was Ed Kempner and, and Marilyn Manson.
0: You mean Charles Manson? Yes, that. Okay, damn. I no. I refuse to believe Charles Manson had a high IQ. I hate Charles Manson so much
1: Fair. because he even doing it killing himself. He had other people do it for him, but like I know. Yeah. Still,
0: I know he like was responsible for some terrible shit, but I can't not see just a dumb fucking hippie every time I look at him and all this dumb fucking writing.
1: Yeah, true. He somehow convinced a bunch of people to follow him and kill on his name because people are dumb and will follow.
0: They're. There are people who follow that one guy that just stares at them. The brazzo guy. Yeah,
1: I find that so fucking stupid. You
0: just you just kept looking at me and I kept crying.
1: Because you wasted $200 <laughs> and that dude stared <laughs> to, at you.
0: Your, your subconscious is trying to tell you you fucked up, dumbass. Those 200
1: could have gone for food and rent. The fuck? <laughs> but
0: no, you had to watch this weird European man stare at you for an hour.
1: Lionel would return to the family home in August and find Jeffrey alone. Outraged, he moved back in with his new girlfriend to watch Jeffrey until he left for college at Ohio State. His stint in college only lasted about two months, his roommate described him as an alcoholic weirdo. One time when they neglected to bring him to a party, he returned to find pizza slathered on the wall and all of the furniture piled onto the one corner. After two months of staying in his dorm, drinking and only leaving to either buy booze or sell blood to buy more booze, Jeffrey dropped out and joined the army. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> just like... He threw a fucking temper tantrum just because of that.
0: They're all growing up babies. Fair point. God. I just imagine like, that as a like slathering pizza on the fucking wall kind of be afraid of someone like him. Yeah, I would be like, yeah, I'm moving cuz uh, this is obviously only going to escalate.
1: Yeah. And it did. Very much so. Those so lucky.
0: God, yeah. In the army, Jeffrey was trained as a medic, and in 1979 he was sent to Baumholder, Germany. Of course, he didn't leave the booze behind. Jeffrey made up a mini bar in his briefcase to keep in the barracks. And as other soldiers went out drinking, jeffrey would stay behind and drink alone though this didn't last long either jeffrey failed medical exams and confessed that he couldn't stand the sight of blood which is fucking ironic (laughs) that mixed with his drinking problems saw jeffrey dismissed from the military and sent back home upon returning home jeffrey went to the spot where he dumped the remains of stephen hicks he peeled the rotting flesh from bone crushed the bones to dust and in a spot behind the house Spun around, released And released the dust as if he were spreading A loved one's ashes at fucking Disney World Did they even
1: put out a missing person To report for this guy?
0: I doubt it uh. it's, That's the thing like I'm pretty sure this guy at least was an adult And you know that's like That thing I don't know if they fixed that But like when an adult goes missing there's like So little you can do because Police will just say they ran away and they're an adult So they have free will to do whatever they want Yeah also something I forgot to put in here is uh, Jeffrey has had a little imagination world he called Infinity Land. Of course. Or he was the
1: the king of Infinity Land and it's some dumb shit like that. In 1991, Jeffrey moved down to Florida attempting to have a fresh start. He lived in a motel and worked at a fast food restaurant on Miami Beach. Though when he drank through his earnings faster than he could pay the motel, he was evicted and bombed out to the beach for a time until he returned until returning home. Jeffrey was arrested after being told to leave a hotel lobby completely drunk, vodka bottle still in hand. After an altercation with police, he was taken to jail and fined sixty dollars. Really just sixty bucks?
0: Yeah, I mean inflation too, so that would probably be closer to like at least maybe close to two hundred today. Yeah. Which is scary.
1: I don't know right and like many other serial killers Jeffrey was sent to live with his grandmother after the drunken arrests. it's always the grandmother at least he didn't kill this one yeah I know at least him and Richard Chase
0: killed their grandmas unlike fucking
1: head yeah and then fuck them
0: did he f- I hope he didn't fuck them
1: I thought he did he might have I mean he fucked his
0: mom so maybe that must be what
1: confusing it was
0: uh, he took his mom's head off and used it as a fucking flashlight wonderful people <laughs> <laughs> Jeffrey now lived with his grandmother in Wisconsin. 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 In his own private basement room. Just what he needed. Though it seemed after moving in, he did try to stay on good terms for a while at least. He got a job in at the Milwaukee Blood and Plasma Center, for some reason. Hmm. Where he decided to bring a bag home one day to see if he liked the taste. But he was no Richard Chase. Soon after that, Jeffrey would see legal trouble again in another fine after drunkenly pissing in front of at least 25 people at a state fair fuck ugh Ugh, god after showing up hungover and drunk multiple times he would lose his job at the blood plasma center after this Jeffrey would turn to religion cause they all fucking do (laughs) why? I don't know
1: I don't fucking know that's when people tell me like, man, you should seek religion. It's helped so many people. Like, really, <laughs> really now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's up some, but um, have you heard of some of the members that have uh, tried to become religious?
0: Oh, Almost every fucking serial killer at some point tries to become religious, and I don't know if it's like a, to save face or what, but
1: mm. Mm. maybe it's to try and bring justification to what they're doing. Probably. Sound like the Lord <clears throat> you do it. Well the devil told me to
0: More more than likely that, yeah, probably He would read the bible daily And decided that his problems Was that he was gay That was the problem
1: Yes, of course
0: So he turned to prayer to try to fix his problem Though this didn't stop him from fantasizing about dead men And soon He came to the realization That fantasizing wasn't enough
1: anymore He needed the real thing
0: Always gotta have it
1: Though for whatever reason, Jeffrey did try to contain his urges. One of these was one of these ways was a mannequin he found in a store window. He hid inside the store until after closing and took the clothes off the mannequin, stuffed it in a sleeping bag, and took it home. For weeks, he would pretend the doll was a real man. He dressed it up, stripped it down, masturbated to it, and tried to curb his masturbation urges with it, only getting rid of it after his grandmother discovered it. Not because she made him, but because he was embarrassed. Soon after the incident, Jeffrey would finally find another job. One he enjoyed, and one held him down till the day he was captured. The Ambrosia Chocolate Factory. Of course, the Chocolate Factory.
0: Yay! And I think
1: that's where we're gonna leave off.
0: That was part one. Nice, nice. Come back for part two.
1: Sweet. Yeah. Part two would be even more gruesome because... Yep. Holy shit.
0: Part two and three, where it gets really bad.
1: Those are going to be Gold Star episodes. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Oh. Is, uh, did you get into how he killed them? Mm-hmm. Then, yeah, definitely Gold Star mm-hmm. episodes. Yes, yes, yes. So be prepared for that. But okay. um, thank you all for listening. Mm-hmm. Thank you all.
0: Uh, make sure to follow us on Twitter or whatever if it still exists.
1: I don't know. Who knows? We'll Ooh. have to find something different. <laughs> there's other ways yeah you got patreon youtube facebook email somehow facebook is still a thing i don't know how i know right everyone thought facebook was gonna die after twitter but nope yeah social media is weird but anyway
0: thank you all for listening
1: yep hail satan everyone be safe have a good day blessed be
0: and go fuck yourself